Hi guys, it's Katya. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed our video versions of the podcast so far, but please don't fret. They will return on a regular basis. This week we figured we'd give you a boner break, um, but we, they will be back, rest assured. And in the meantime, enjoy and have a lovely day. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Testing, testing, testing. And welcome back to another episode of the Bald and the Beautiful podcast with Trixie Mattel and Katya Zamo. Now, unfortunately, uh, we're going to do things a little bit different, or fortunately, depending on your point of view. Um, Today's episode is just me and only me. Um, And I know what you're thinking. No, but yes. Oh, yes, it's happening. Um, This is a time of year that is particularly um, challenging for many drag performers. Um, It is gay pride season. And uh, Trixie is saddled with so many gigs and opportunities. She is so booked, so blessed that she simply could not join me today. And, um, you know, uh, podcast companies are knocking at the door saying, where's the apps? And uh, we have to deliver. So I'm uh, attempting a solo uh, venture today because I just couldn't be bothered to, to do this on Zoom with somebody else. And I also don't own enough microphones. So I've got my little microphone. I've got my cigarette burning. I'm on a coffee table with no pants and I'm ready to talk about my life. Uh, I actually have prepared an outline. So for those of you who are thinking, well, she's going to ramble. I don't want to rattle. I actually have some topics. I, well, I have several, in fact, and I've, I've created lists. Um, so we're going to have a great time. We're going to have a really wonderful time. Um, so, yes, that's it. That This is the podcast. It's episode 58 coming out of Shoot 36. And uh, let's do it. Yeah. Um, of course, this episode is brought to you by the myriad of ads that are featured in this podcast, but it's also brought to you by a concept, and that concept is workaholism, right? Um, my co-host works so much that she is continuously and constantly stretched to the limits of human ability, um, of uh, mental acuity, and she is just, she's an inspiration, not to me, um, but I'm sure to many people out there who are struggling with motivation, uh, getting up in the morning and going, you know, the grind, as they say, the hustle. Um, Trixie stays hustling. Her grind is continuous. Her her game is nonstop. And I, on the other hand, take a, I take a different approach. I like to, I like to stop and smell the roses. And sometimes I'll lay down uh, by the roses and I won't get up. 
and I'll build a little shack by the roses and I won't go to work and you get the idea. So tomato, tomato, um, apples and oranges and uh, different strokes for different folks. Um, so the first segment, I've created a whole podcast here just for this episode that I will abandon um, and as we go back to regular programming, but um, I have created a few different segments and the first one is, wow, you're gay, gay pride, gay pride. Um, it's June, and um, the which means that's Gay Pride Month. Usually, different cities hold their uh, celebrations on different weekends throughout the summer, but June uh, June is kind of the official kickoff of Gay Pride. And so, what does that mean to be proud? Well, um, just you know, judging from the different posts on social media, and um, I would say that being out proud and gay means having a sandwich, or um, owning a credit card, or uh, having a burrito or something. It is wild. Now, and I'm not, this is not a dig. I am literally, I have done the research. I am literally the only drag queen who is not endorsed by a major brand like McDonald's, Chipotle, American Express, um, Lockheed Martin, Boeing. Uh, you know, it is wild. Every drag queen has a sandwich, a salad, um, uh, you know, a, a three-wheel bicycle, uh, a, a it's it's just it is incredible. I'm I'm not. It's not a dig. I get the bag, sis. Secure the bag. Get paid. Cash those checks. You know all that. All the above. I absolutely. I love it when you know queer people and drags are getting um a lot of money, a lot of paper, a lot of cheddar cheese. I like that. I think it's great. However, it's a, it's a strange thing because like you know watching gay pride parades for example you know, this this is going back maybe i mean it's got to be at least 10 years ago it's like the bank of america pride float you know it's all corporate uh interests who are trying to kind of like cash in on their in- inclusivity um all not for gay people but just for capitalism and uh you know i i suppose you could say well honey uh, uh, but what about all the the 14,000 ads on your podcast aren't you a hypocrite and i would have to say yeah, yeah. But guess what? I contain multitudes. And, you know, it's uh, it's tricky trying to be a, a conscious, ethical person in this landscape. But so I kind of, at the same, you know, I detest capitalism, but at the same time, I want to be rich. So, you know, do with that what you will. So happy gay pride. Get the bag. Let's take a break. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. And we're back. So you know what? Actually, 
I think I'm a little bit jealous. That's, I think that's the thing. I have been wanting to do a Dawn dishwashing liquid commercial forever. I have wanted to be the spokesperson for Dawn so badly because this is a product that, you know, it's a very, it's a relatively simple, um, very cheap liquid, widely available. You can get it anywhere, probably the gas station even. Um, and I use it to wash my face, probably to my detriment, but I don't care. And I use it to wash the dishes. And I use it to, you know, wash the baby ducks in the pond when there's an oil slick. It is the most versatile, wonderful, great product. I stand by it, you know, time tested. And um, they're just not interested. They're just not interested. And I think, you know, they don't really need my help. And honestly, I don't need their help either. But I'm still available. I'm very willing. And I, you know, that would be an opportunity for me to really sell out and go big. You know, I probably wouldn't take a deal if it was less than like, you know, $50,000. But, you know, I'm just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. Just putting it out there. It's a new dawn. I'm a new gay. Let's make a deal. Okay. So yeah, happy gay pride. If you have not come out yet, you know, don't worry about it. If you came out and then there was not a, you know, if you came out to not great fanfare, if you were met uh, out of the closet with a, you know, derisive looks and, uh, you know, whispered, uh, whatever's, then maybe go back in the closet. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so we are coming out of lockdown, but I'm sort of clinging to, <laughs> I'm sort of, I'm having a hard time with the transition because I actually like being at home and I, um, being at home, like I'm in Maravis town. Um, I like being at home and, um, which means I really have been enjoying watching lots of stuff. So over the past year, I would say I've, I've watched a lot of stuff. I've also listened to a lot of stuff. And so I, I came up with a very crude and quick comedy countdown. Things that I have found funny over the last whatever, however many weeks or months or whatever. And now I'm going to present them to you. Okay, here we go. Comedy countdown number one. The Pennsylvania accents on Mayor of Easttown. So... <clears throat> Mayor of Easttown, HBO Max, incredible series. It just ended a little while ago. Kate Winslet is a small town detective who, um, uh, with a you know, who has a whole, I mean, probably like a full set of emotional and you know baggage. She's got baggage, like multiple bag. Like you need to go to the luggage cart, maybe get two carts for all her baggage. And she's got a, um, you know, she hasn't dyed her hair in about seven months. She's got a ponytail. She looks a little frumpy, and um, but she is on a mission. She's got, uh, she's got instincts. She's got drive. She's motivated to solve crimes. So this show, I watched the first episode and I was like, ugh, so grim, so like, I mean, just the opposite of what I was in the mood for at the time, which was splash, color, you know, vibrant, uh, just, uh, it, this was just so, I mean, small town, okey pokey, hokey. Uh, frumpy, dumpy, lumpy, um, you know, uh, backwoods. It was just so grim. And then there was a twist at the end of the first episode, and then I was immediately hooked. Um, and then I watched, I counted the days until every episode. I gobbled it all up, all the twists, all of the turns, all of the the characters in their insane regional accents. Uh, can I have a glass of water? Can I have a glass of water? No, I have to go home first. It's like I don't know. I've never, I've never heard that ac- that accent in real life. I know that people do say like, I have to go do the wash. You have to wash. Do you wash it in plain water? It's crazy. But so is the Boston accent, which I guess this is probably kind of like a the same degree of weirdness. In Boston, people don't do R's, which people know, but it's it's true. Like they'll say hoss, horse. The word is horse, right? The word is, that is a horse. She rides a horse. Okay. Like, but my mom and other people around like Boston, Danvis, you know, Medford, they would say, Josh rides a horse. Josh rides a horse. Josh rides a horse. It's fucking crazy. It's so, yeah, there's that. So the, the come for the accents and stay for the, oh, the show was so, I loved it so much. I'm not going to say it was good because I don't know that it was it's a great show. Um, there is a scene uh, in maybe the latter half of the season where it is just directly lifted from Silence of the Lambs, like literally just snatched from 
Silence of the Lambs, kind of flagrantly. Um, you know, I think it kind of stretches the limits of homage at this point. It's kind of just like stealing, but whatever. I'm still here for it. So Mayor of Easttown, uh, long story short, I love it. Perhaps a great series. Kate Winslet is superb. And it also features the incredible talents of uh, an older actress whom you may not be familiar with, Jean fucking Smart. Jean Smart should change her name to Genius Smart because that's what she is. She's a genius. And she is the star of our next comedy countdown uh, show, Hacks, also on HBO Max. Um, it is a crime that I'm not currently doing promotional work for HBO Max, but it's fine. Uh, they haven't asked. I haven't. I have not been approached, and I have not asked, and it's fine. Um, but Hacks is um, is a comedy that is so fucking funny, so well written, so well cast. I have watched every episode four times. That might indicate to some people that perhaps I have too much free time, or that I don't know how to budget my time, or that I am, um, you know, maybe. Uh, postponing certain responsibilities in order to rewatch television shows and all of those would be true. Hacks is so fucking great. It's um it basically it's the like a comedy about two women, uh an aging career uh an aging comedian with a Las Vegas residency who's kind of like uh struggling with uh keeping her career um fresh and then this <laughs> hysterical young writer who is tasked to go work with her. And it is so fucking funny. It is so brilliantly acted. And um, Hannah, the character who plays Ava, or the woman, or Hannah, the actress who plays Ava, is a fan of mine. And I shit myself when I found that out. Shit myself. There was shit all over myself. It's so, so good. And it's got Meg Stalter, um, who, if you're not familiar with on Instagram, you have to go find her right now because she literally posts like Saturday, she posts like Saturday Night Live skits every single day for free on her Instagram. Like, it's crazy. The amount of free content, content, content that she generates is truly uh, staggering. I think I post probably like once a month, just, you know, 30 seconds of me uh, saying something unintelligible with a baby filter on. She is so prolific and so so brilliantly cast. She's so funny. This, the series is so fucking good. If you don't like it, you're probably stupid. Let's see. Okay. The next thing, oh, the next thing on our comedy countdown, number three, the severed head, <laughs> the, the severed head bag swap on Zack Snyder's new zombie movie, Army of the Dead. So this is spoil, spoilers alert, spoiler alert for this. If you haven't watched this movie, um, I probably will be giving something away. So basically, this is how it goes. Imagine that you, you're writing a script, okay? And you have a security advisor uh, for a billionaire, that is going to accompany a group of like misfits and criminals into zombie populated Las Vegas on this terrifyingly dangerous mission to steal money from a vault, okay? On the way, you as the security advisor, behead one of the zombies, one of the more powerful ones, and put their head, which can still talk and scream, by the way. It's like a reanimated head. It doesn't just like, it's like a Medusa thing. It's still very powerful, like even after it's been cut off. You put that in a sack, okay? Like a, a sack. And you then later on sort of betray this group of people and say, you admit to them, hey, by the way, it was never about the money. It's all about this head. This head is the most valuable thing. It's way more valuable than all the money in the world. And then you betray the people. And then at soon after that, one of those people swaps the head from the sack with a cash machine, a, an automatic cash counter, the kind you'd see at a, like at a bank teller's window, you know, that counts da, 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 100 bills, and puts that in there instead, and then she takes the head. So then you, the security advisor, you, pick up the sack and try to flee, but only many, many moments later do you realize that there's been a swap? At what point, I know this is probably like a, a stupid detail to get hung up on in a zombie movie, but I just hate it so much. Wouldn't you think that, oh, in my sack, my valuable, um, the most valuable thing that I risked my life and everybody else's life to, you know, to come get, to bring back to this billionaire, is now, it went from an oozing, perhaps screeching, 
organicish, you know, blob of a head, human head, and now it's a hard metal machine with a cord. I think that it would probably be a millisecond after you picked up the sack, never mind the fact that you'd probably know there was a swap well before you even picked up the sack just by looking at it. It's those little things in these movies that just really just drive me nuts. I was howling with laughter because not only was he like, wait a minute, this sack doesn't feel right. He struggles to open it and it's like, it's just crazy. It's like that moment um, in the Batman movie, The Dark Knight, where, <laughs> where Harvey Dent is in the hospital at the end and the Joker is dressed up like a nurse and it takes him until the Joker removes his face mask, which is only covering his mouth, by the way. He has black, crazy makeup on his eyes to realize that it's him. And then he freaks out. It's so funny. It's so funny. It's like, oh, now that you removed that little portion of, you know, that mask covering that little portion of your face, I realize you're the Joker. Whoa. It's, it's very funny. Okay. So next on the list, um, we have some, uh, <laughs> Local impressions of foreigners. Uh, I know um, this comedian I started following on uh, on Twitter named Katie Delaney, who then I became friends with. Um, and I love that about Twitter. Sometimes on Twitter and on various forms of social media, you can uh, follow people that you admire or who entertain you or, who, you know, who provide you with interesting or whatever kind of um, information. And then you can actually meet them in real life and become their friend. It's wonderful. Uh, so I remember it was probably, it was a couple, it was a while ago. I found her, uh, one of the stupid video of her impersonating a bingo MC in Australia. And I, I laughed so much. I just, I watched it probably 50 times in a row. And when I, when something is funny to me, the more I watch it, the funnier it becomes. Like it's, it doesn't get, things don't really get old. Things don't really get old. They just get better, which is the, the title of my new book about aging. Okay, so here I'm going to play the bingo MC, and I'm going to do it from my phone into the speaker, into the microphone, so I hope it works. Hello, welcome to bingo. If you're here for bingo, stay, because you're in the right place. I'll pull a number, and I've, well, I've pulled a number. I've pulled O43. If you have that number, Mark it on your card. If you've got bingo, you have to say bingo. Otherwise, I'm not going to know if you've got bingo. So you have to say bingo. <laughs> I, just, I just love it so Bingo. Um, and the, uh, the, the actual transliterated... Uh, uh, version of that word in Australia is bean gore, B-E-A-N-G-O-R-E, for those who are wondering. That's Katie Delaney. Oh, my God. Um, okay, the next uh, the next item on our fun little comedy countline is um, Kate Updates. So this is, this is the social media. So on New York, uh, on Instagram, Kate Updates, it is uh, the most, oh, my God, it's a goldmine of... Um, if you're ever feeling down, if you're ever feeling not so good, uh, I thoroughly advise you to go visit Instagram.com and look up Kate Updates. Of course, that's Kate, C-A-I-T, as in Caitlyn Jenner, because it's Macy Rodman. It's brilliant comedian um, and performer in New York who does a, a very, just the most hysterically, oh my God, it's just, well, I'm going to play with the entire um, video because because I can and I want to. It's two minutes and 45 seconds. Um, she has this really disturbing filter, um, digital filter of Caitlyn Jenner on her face, and she does these incredible videos. Um, and this one is Kate's transsexual checklist. Um, so take a listen. just wanted to hop on here and talk to you about uh, this. There's been some controversy in the media about uh, this list that I'm developing to determine whether or not a person is trans. So I thought we'd just go over some of the points on the on the checklist and you'll see it's it's really not so bad. At the end of the day, you're either trans or you're not, buddy. So either check the box or you don't. So uh, let's get started. I'm going to have a golf cart. P backwards uh, sitting down you hang glide 
Cilantro tastes specifically like Castile soap. You gotta know Dr. Fauci, but you can't like him. You're friendly with Meghan McCain. You have to have some evidence of you going to a day's end dressed as uh, Theresa May. Glenn Close DM'd you on Instagram. You got kicked off a plane in Oaxaca. You eat about three quarts of sour cream a day. You confuse Madonna for Guy Pierce in certain lighting. You think hookah is overrated. Big, natural, heavy tits. When asked to do your own taxes, you don't even know where to start. Donna Karen. Donna Karen. Transvaginal mesh. They're called boobs, Ed. You only go to one Sephora because you think one of the gals is hot, but you never talk to her, so instead you just steal. You get a period about four times a day. Jaden Dior Fierce pointedly declined an invite to your housewarming. Café con azúcar. You drink sweet vermouth on the rocks with an orange. Haley Joel Osmond calls you about once a week by mistake. Sometimes you just fall over. You house sit for Pepper Labeja. Appalachian Billy Goat Seed. Heather Locklear's Essence. Vascular Atrophy. Total Eclipse of the Heart. Apple Paltrow called you a cunt at Target. Things take a turn for the worse. Epic Vistas. Mango Lassie. You keep it warm in your mouth. Gone through a divorce. Neko wachizu otabimashita. Carrot coins. Beef pinwheels. Alistair Crowley. Alison Krauss. Lady Gaga's bum knee. She's got better days aside. See, that wasn't so bad. Very simple. And I just want to um, give a big shout out to ExxonMobil for sponsoring this video. Happy Pride. Thank you, Exxon. And lastly, just live your truth, baby. <laughs> Lock her up. <laughs> hey, guys. Ah, Kate sorry, here. Sorry. Uh, I just wanted to Shut hop up. on here. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking A. Oh, so that's Kate Updates. C-A-I-T, a Kate update, C-A-I-T update on Instagram. So fucking funny. Oh, my God. Epic Vistas. Um, and she is a brilliant trans comedian, Macy Rodman. Okay, um, so let's finish up the comedy countdown right here in The Bald and the Beautiful, Sans Trixie. Um, and the next item on our agenda is, oh, Maria Bamford's stand-up album, the last bit of... Um, one of her stand-up albums, all of them are great, actually. I mean, I've seen, um, I think Maria Bamford is probably the funniest woman on, in the, on the planet Earth. Um, and, uh, oh, God, I've, I've had the opportunity to see her live, and she is, I just adore everything that she does. And I, I wait, and, and um, I got to interview her, too. Oh, my God, it's so funny. Okay, and another clip, uh, this comes from Meg Stalter's Instagram, of course, um, starring in a, the incredible show Hacks. Um, this is just a snippet of one of the, I mean, of the many, many brilliant and insane uh, bits she does on her Instagram. Sometimes, uh, sometimes our, I mean, this, she is so prolific. She's so funny. She's completely bananas. Um, I love her so much. Um, and this is uh, on a trend, on theme for um, Pride. This is her um, impression of a corporation um, uh, dipping into the pond of pride so take a listen hi gay happy pride month we are sashaying away with deals this month at the butter shop we're running a special deal if you can prove that you're queer you get three pints off your 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 choice of creamed checked or drowned drowned butter and if you do mouth stuff you get four we love gay and it's awesome so come visit and we also make candles now wouldn't a candle be nice for gay stuff? In the bedroom or just hanging out? Yeah, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. Your part wouldn't. Hey, wouldn't your partner want butter from the original old male's maid home? We've been making butter since 1945, and we've been accepting all people since the last four months. So yeah, we're gagging for you to come take a taste of Cecily's butter shop at Cecily's butter shop. My friend's mom, um, I think is, I think is gay. So we think it's cool. Turn it off, Willard. 
Oh my God, I love her so much. Uh, check out Meg Stalter on Instagram uh, or on the incredible HBO Max show Hacks with Gene Smart and Hannah Einbender. Um, okay, so we've got a few more items on the comedy content comedy countdown. Um, I have just been informed that I cannot use anything that's copyrightable. So most of these things are either from um, the internet, specifically social media, um, or uh, pulled from the depths of your mom's huge ass. Uh, so the next one comes from this great uh, man, person. Uh, his name is Kevin Zach, and he does these hysterical um, edited videos of the Vogue 73 Questions uh, series. Um, and um, they're so funny. And you can find him on Instagram at Kevin J. Zach, uh, Kevin J. Z. A. K. And he's, I mean, I'll, they're very short, so I'll include a few here. The first one is um, with Anna Winter. So take a listen. Anna, I'm here to ask you seven questions. Please show me your hands so I know you're unarmed. What's your full given name? Do you... I can't remember. What's the worst thing on TV? James Corden. Who do you think has the biggest... Hugh Jackman. What did you have for breakfast today? Spiders. Favorite orphan? Oliver Twist. Any recommendations for my constipation? Perseverance. How long is your tongue? I don't have one. Anna, I'm here to ask you... Wait, stop. Okay. Um, Okay, next one is um, uh, Nicole Kidman. Hi, Nicole. I'm here to ask you seven questions. I know. Thank you so much. What's the sound of a wig caught in a blender? (laughs) (laughs) What would you want to turn into a coat? Snuffle up, I guess. What do you want to be buried with? My six alpacas. Is Keith Urban a bear or an otter? An otter. Whoa! What's the first thing you do in the morning? <laughs> Which first lady are you sure was a lesbian? Eleanor Roosevelt. Who's responsible for Donald Trump? Jimmy Fallon. Hi, Nicole. I'm here to ask you seven questions. <laughs> and then, okay. Okay, next up is Victoria Beckham. Victoria, can you speak on your vocal fry? Hi, welcome. I'm going to ask you seven questions. Thank you. What's the name of your imaginary friend? That'll be Coco Chanel, the bulldog who lives in L.A. Mayor McCheese or Grimace? Oh, you can't make me choose. Any advice for Glenda Jackson? Less is more. What's a word that begins with A? AIDS. What am I spelling? K-A-T-H. Happy Bates. What song would you play at Ginger Spice's funeral? Marvin Gaye, gotta give it up. What would you say to a burn victim? Your skin's going to clear up and it's all going to be fine. Last question. Where would you find a chimney? It's on the house. (laughs) And last one. I'm sorry. We just got to do it. Last one is Kim Kardashian. Hi, Kim. I feel like it's rare that anybody gets to ask you any questions. It is really rare. So lucky you. Who is David Schwimmer most known for playing? Definitely my dad. How is parenting going? I started and I quit. What are your thoughts on the homelessness crisis? Honestly, I know it's hard, but you just have to really ignore it. What have you prepared for dinner? (laughs) I've killed a raccoon with my high heels. (laughs) Any advice for a fashion major whose boyfriend dumps her because she's not serious enough? Go to law school. Who would you want to call right now? I would call my mom for sure. Hi, sweetie pie. Hey, mom. Are we having raccoon for dinner? (laughs) Yes, we are. Yay, I want the towel. (laughs) Oh my god, okay. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> That's it's worth checking out every single one of them. Seven questions at Kevin J. Zach's Instagram. Um and then I think that's oh, and I think we'll end um the comedy countdown. I'm not sure how many things we counted down. I intended to do ten, but I I, I think we we uh we didn't quite get there. I guess we'll save some for next time, which definitely won't happen. Um the next bit is the, well, you know, it's short and sweet. And uh, I know a lot of you guys out there really uh, struggle with trying to get motivated, trying to stay uh, active, trying to stay productive. And this is uh, what I found to be, if you put this on a loop, it's only about four seconds. Um, but like I said, a lot of times the most effective things um, happen in short little bursts. So let's see. Uh, this is Dr. Phil. And let's see what he has to say. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. Let's play it one more time. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. 
And that's our comedy countdown. Thank you guys so much. Please insert applause here. Let's take a break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my God, we're back. Oh, we're back. We are back. We're back um, for another delightful segment. This one is called Porno Picnic. Porno Picnic. Um, I have selected three pornographic videos that you can find anywhere on a free site, such as Pornhub or X Videos or YouPorn or whatever. Um, and you can watch them for absolutely no money for free. And uh, the theme, as it is summer, um, is called Summer School the teacher trope in the pornographic universe, the teacher trope, teacher-student scenarios. Now, when it comes to porno, when it comes to pornographic materials, I am a lover of a good setup. I love a good setup. And and I love great acting. It's not necessary. Sometimes I just want to see the the hot dog slam into the the, the spaghetti uh, uh, pile. But I really do love a good setup. Um, And oftentimes you can be really... Uh, you know, it's like, you know, you go for the, you go for the sauce, you stay for the, the, the cookie or whatever. Um, you're surprised and kind of taken off guard or um, caught off guard by some incredible acting. Uh, so the first scene is, um, I'll tell you what to search. It, you search Ken Mack and Vance Winter. And this was a, a, a scene that was, I think, originally uh aired on Sweet 703, um, which I don't know if there still exists, but um, you can watch it for free, like I said, on Pornhub or whatever. And so this this is it where a student comes back to high school to say hi to a former teacher, and ugh, one thing leads to another, and guess what? They fuck. That's right. And it's the student who actually does the sex to the teacher. Yeah, yeah. The student has become the teacher when it comes to anal sex. And they really get it going. Great acting, uh, very hot, sexy. Um, and it's, you know, it's old-ish. You can't find it in HD, I don't think. Um, so, you know, please excuse the low fidelity. But they, they, the, while the, the, the fidelity might be low, the hotness is very high. Um, next one is, um, that is, of course, gay. That's gay, by the way. That was for gay. That's gay sex. Happy Pride. The next one is um, uh, is a trans between a trans woman and a, and a uh, cis guy, and this is a parent teacher conference. So uh, Johnny Hill, a porno actor, uh, visits the classroom of Daisy Taylor for parent teacher night, and of course, um, you know Johnny Hill seems to be about um, maybe like thirty, and so it is perhaps a bit of a stretch to believe that he has a high school student, but you never know. You never know. It could have maybe take place in Illinois. Um, and Daisy Taylor is a gorgeous um, trans woman who happens to be the teacher of Johnny Hill's son or, you know, uh, I, don't, I think it was a son. And um, you, wouldn't you know it, she forgot to wear panties, which is uh, a little surprising for a teacher, especially on parent-teacher night, but I'm not, I'm not here to judge anybody. And so when Johnny Hill uh, kind of, makes an overture and asks her out, she says, well, you know, this is all very flattering, but, you know, there's something you should know. I'm trans. And and he says, well, I prefer that. And then, you know, one thing leads to another and he's, you know, he's got his dick up her butt. It's true. Great, lovely scene. I think I actually downloaded that one onto my computer. And our final um, teacher-student porno uh, fantasy scenario sweepstakes getaway clip is a tennis lesson. This is a straight porn, sorry. Um, and it's uh, courtesy of Tushy. <laughs> Tushy? Tushy.com, which I guess is a, a, a porn site that features anal. Thus, you know, therefore Tush, Tush as in butt. And, um, and so there is a, um, this is a, a scene between uh, Aubrey Starr 
and uh, Christian Clay, who is also goes by the name Christian Devil. And I know that only because I've looked him up because I really like him. He's a, I think he's Italian. He's bald and he's got a huge dong. Uh, so anyways, he plays a tennis teacher and he is uh, giving private lessons to Aubrey Starr. And wouldn't you know it, once again, and I, this must happen a lot, which I just, I'm not aware of it because I don't experience it myself, but she forgot to wear panties. So when she's trying to get the, um, the technique down on this particular skill, uh, she happens to bend over and wouldn't you know, her entire ass, her hole, her pussy, her cunt, and her twat are just on full, vivid, flagrant display. And, uh, Tennis instructor Christian can't help but notice. And they end up fucking. Fucking in the pussy and in the butt. Excuse my language. So that's a good one. And you can, of course, just search for any of the names. Um, and then, hey, you know, maybe write down, you know, watch all the clips and write down some observations and then send them in through the mail. Um, or you can leave a voicemail on our um, answering service, which is 1-900-dot-dot-dot-bald-and-the-beautiful-slash-messaging-service. That was Porno Picnic, and I am Katya. Okay, let's take another break. And we are back. Welcome back to another riveting episode of The Bald and the Beautiful. I am unfortunately without my co-host, but fortunately for you, it is all me. And that's great. Okay, so our next segment is listener questions, which I was shocked uh, earlier today on Twitter. I... um. I uh, posted a thing that said, hey, I'm doing a podcast. If you have questions, let me know. And I went through them, and they are so good. I was shocked. There are a lot of them. There, I screenshotted a million of them, and I'm going to answer them here right now, and that'll be it because I have to go to the bathroom. Um, so let's see. Let's just get it cracking. Um, first question comes from Ariana, Ariana's, Ariana Zamo. Um, do you have any advice for people with stage fright performance anxiety? You're always so present and comfortable on stage. We love to see it. Well, Ariana, thank you so much, but I have to say you are dead wrong. In fact, you could not be more wrong, but that's kind of my point, and I'll tell you why. So I, uh, when I started performing in college, I'll never forget, I had, um, I had uh, come up with this performance art piece that was um, very rehearsed and... Um, uh, very laid out, very, I knew what to do, and I, you know, I'd run through it a million times. Um, and I was set to start, I was set to come off, um, come onto the stage uh, from stage right with my arms in a very particular position, okay? And my sort of, my arms out and my fingers uh, curled back at me, kind of like a zombie, but the other way. And um, like a thriller pose, kind of. And uh, my hands were shaking so much. I'm talking like, like somebody, like I was just not like trembling. They were actively shake, like, like I was wringing somebody's neck and they were invisible. Like it was so intense. I was absolutely to my core, just terrified. This was a big stage. I should, I should mention, and this was uh, probably for, this was for an audience of, you know, students and faculty in a, in a, within the context of my performing major, but uh, there was probably a hundred people there in a, in a large theater. It was a large theater. And it was, I was, so I had to, so long story short, I had to, I put my hands down because I just couldn't control the shaking. It would have been so noticeable to somebody even in the back row. And so um, that was sort of the start of my struggle with, with stage fright and performance anxiety. And so I learned in that performance group that, there is a drug you can take. Um, I'm not sure exactly what it is, but it's probably probably a beta blocker or something like, um, you know, um, what is it? Uh, uh, Inderol or something. You know, there's some. There's probably some kind of in, uh, uh, anti-anxiety ish um, drug that's not a benzo or anything like that that you can take. That was my teacher mentioned. You know, when we when he talked about stage right, he said, okay, there are some certain you know avenues you can go down. Um, medicinal, non-medicinal, you know, and then um, the focus was, of course, on not taking drugs or, you know, medication. But there is, I think in extreme cases, there there are some kind of prescription that you can take um, because some people just get it so badly that there's nothing else they can do. But in terms of non-medicinal options, um, which I think really should be the focus, uh, 
I, you know, my teacher said the best, um, the best way to not be nervous about something is to perform it a million times or to rehearse it a million times. Um, you know, so much that you could absolutely do it completely asleep, um, or half dead. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't think that, um, I think that the, there are so many ways that you can add to, to stage fright and anxiety. And that number one is to be unprepared. That is, it's just so, I mean, there's so many times, especially with drag where it's not like, you know, I mean, the, the, the norm for drag performers like working in bars and stuff is not to rehearse numbers. You, you know, after you've, the rehearsal takes place the first time you do it. Um, usually you just, so, I mean, it's frequent that a drag performer doesn't even know the words to the song, myself included. So, you know, there's that. And, and I definitely, preparation is the best first defense against stage fright. Um, you know, other than that, uh, if we, you know, it depends on what you're talking about. So, you know, you're, to back to the question, I'm, I'm not present and comfortable on stage. I try to be. I'm rarely comfortable on stage. Um, and, and it kind of really depends on the stage, also on my state of mind. I mean, it, there's so many factors, but most frequently, you know, most, most likely, I'm trying to stay present and I am uncomfortable, uh, which does not mean that I don't have fun, of course. Uh, but it is, it's never not... It's never not scary. And I think that I heard somebody say once that if you're not nervous before a performance, then you shouldn't be performing. And I think the, the, the point of that was that like either you're not trying hard enough or you don't have respect for the audience or you're just doing something. You're not in the right job. I don't know. Or maybe you suck. I, I, whatever. So, yeah, I think, um, a, you know, a, a certain degree of, uh, of nerves is to be expected and kind of perhaps can't be avoided unless you have just, you're just like a stone cold sociopath um, or you're on a lot of drugs or, you know, uh, when, you know, maybe you took a Molly. Yes. Um, so yeah, that's my long winded answer to that one. Next question. Uh, should they have completely redone the 2000 Olympics after the vault was set too low? Who was more robbed at those Olympics, Horkina or Raducan? Okay. Well, this is a, this is a, Jesus Christ. I'm going to say, this is a very niche question, so I'm going to devote about two to three minutes to this and for the, for the sake of people who don't like gymnastics and then move on. Um, so Horkina was, I don't think anybody was robbed. I don't think there was a conspiracy. I don't think that it was intentionally set too low to sabotage her. Quick note, uh, when I was talking about Horkina and the vault controversy at the 2000 Olympics, I would like to correct myself. The vault was not set too high. It was, of course, set too low, uh, which would um, affect the uh, the rotation and uh, power from a gymnast who was taller than the others. So too low, not too high. Thank you. Horkina is a megalomaniac. Um, she is famously a um, a grandiose. Um, not, and I'm not going to say diva. She's more than a diva. She's she's a cunt, you know. And um, certain um, things she has things she has said you know, since retiring from the sport and certain observations she's made about her career and others have indicated to me that she's a total bitch. And, and you know, for lack of a better world, for lack of a better word in my mind, she's kind of canceled. That being said, um, she, it was a bummer. But here's the thing. Horkina was great at the time, but she was also inconsistent, right? That was kind of the, that was kind of the, the, the theme of the Russians, they were dazzling, they were risky, but when they fell, they fell hard. And they did that in the team final. Um, and so when Horkina missed the vault because it was, and then it turned out it was too high, you know, which for a tall athlete makes a huge difference. Um, she went on to compete on bars, but then fell. Okay. So you could argue one way that, okay, well, she was so demoralized from uh, falling on the vault that she didn't, whatever, whatever, that it affected her bars performance. But I don't buy that because she had fallen on the bars, uh, I think in, what, must not have been qualifying, but that she fell on the team final. She fell on the team final. In the bars, fi in the, in the uh, team competition, she fell on the bar, uh, she fell on her bar routine. So, you know, she... I don't know. I think that it was just a really bad day for her. <laughs> and uh, it sucked that it was uh, the vault wasn't set right, but she was uh, given the opportunity to perform her vault again. But of course, at that point, she still wouldn't have won because she had fallen on bars, yada, yada, yada. 
Uh, Radukan was uh, stripped of her title, I believe, because after the Olympics, she was, it was uh, found out that she took a cold medicine that was banned. Anyways, bummer. The 2000 Olympics were a fucking mess. And, of, and unfortunately, the Americans at this point didn't even factor in at all. Elise Ray was really the only one in contention. And as far as the coverage, the coverage on NBC was, I think she was really the only one that really got um, some love. Although maybe Dominique Dawes did as well. She was still doing her thing um, in 2000. Okay, moving on. Um, what languages do you still want to learn in the future? Um, this is also from Ariana Zamo. Um, I would say... Oh, I mean, Italian and Spanish, and I think I'll just stick to Italian and Spanish, yeah. Okay, next question comes from Casshole0372. What decaffeinated instant coffee should everyone be drinking? And of course, the answer to that is, high point, darling, it's decaffeinated. Okay, um, next question comes from Crybaby Cancer. Love that. Um... Death knocks on your door and gives you these choices. One, continue life as you are. You will never decrease in wealth, fame, or success, but will die at 50. Or two, transfer to another universe where you are not famous, but are wealthy, healthy, and travel with the love of your life. <coughs> I mean, shit. What's everybody doing? I mean, I'm going to say two. Uh, I Just because, you know... Another universe? Come on. Who wouldn't take that opportunity? Also, you get to, who cares about being famous if you're wealthy, healthy, and travel with the love of your life? Mama, that is all you need. Honey. Um, let's see. The next question. Gothy Cherry comes, let's see. If you could have anyone to be the narrator of your life, who would it be? Oh, it would probably be either uh, Amanda Plummer or um, Fran Lebowitz. Next question is Adore You Manila. Ugh, just kidding. Uh, how is learning Latin for you? Latin was my first foreign language and I had it for nine years and the grammar makes so much sense. What do you think? Is it easier than other languages? I loved Latin. I, had, I took three years of Latin in high school and uh, I'll never forget. Um, the teacher's name was Jennifer Healy, Miss Healy. I think she got married and then had a new last name, but I don't remember what it was. And um, she was so funny. She was like a nerd um, and uh, very nerdy. Big surprise, Latin teacher. And she would say, Tene equos to skip which means hold your horses. And Diskip was, was an abbreviation of Diskipoli, which is students. So fucking nerdy and stupid, but I loved it. And um, it was great. I remember I, the first or second day of uh, class, I had her translate for me um, a, a sentence, a long sentence that was on the, I think the back or the cover booklet to one of the Jenna Torturers albums, 120 Days of Sodom. And I don't remember what the Latin was, but I remember that the, the translation, which she got back to me the next day, was, these theaters are prepared for evil deeds. <laughs> the Jenna torturers. Um, okay, so the next one, Olive Juice wants to know, out of all of the David Lynch characters he has created, which one do you feel you relate to most and why? Oh, that would probably be Nadine from Twin Peaks. Or... So I'll pick the top three. Nadine from Twin Peaks, who, um, because the energy of a of a lady with an eye patch trying to um, obsessively come up with a silent fix to um, drape running, uh, to it, trying to invent drape runners that run silently, um, and then uh, and then going back to high school with superhuman strength, just with in amnesia, uh, or the the hobo who comes out of the who pops out of the dumpster and gives the guy a heart attack in Mulholland Drive, and the third one would be the log lady, of course. Um, but I don't really relate to her so much as I aspire to that energy. Um, she's a role model. Um, I would say Nadine. I'm Nadine in real life, and in my fantasy, I'm the log lady. Uh, let's see. Next question. If I uh, this comes from Nini Funky Funk. If I move to Marlboro and drink the water, will my teeth be as white as yours? Yes, that is scientifically 100% true. You should move to Marlboro at once and stop living the brown tooth life. Uh, this comes from Blood Fetish 69. <laughs> um, which were your favorite artists during your goth days? Um, I would, let's, let's see, I had probably Skinny Puppy. I had many, many, many of their CDs, probably all that were available at the time. This is in the 90s. And um, 
Let's see what else. Uh, at the time, Skinny Puppy. I listened to a lot of comp. I, I discovered new music through compilations. They uh, they were always like releasing goth and industrial compilations that feature different artists. And through those, I found I say Skinny Puppy. That's more. That's not really goth. It, it's more like industrial. But um, I liked Switchblade Symphony. I think which was a. Um, they were like a a girl group from San Francisco, and. Um, Serpentine Gallery. I, I recently re-listened to some of their stuff and I don't love it all that much, but, um, and then Sopery Turnus was a great, that was a, they were fantastic. That was very goth of, um, and actually this, you're, this person who asked the question has the Anna Varney as their avatar or avatar. Okay. So yeah, Sopery Turnus was also a good one. Next question, we'll just do a few more because this is getting boring. I can tell. Um, what did you enjoy doing in your pre-COVID life that you missed doing the most? Sucking dick and cock. Um, I would say going to the movies and having sex. Yeah, I love going to the movies and I like having sex. I love going to the movies and I like having sex. So I miss those things. Now, of course, you can, we can still do those things. But, um, you know, I, I've, I miss going to the movies. I miss the $40 pretzels. So I'm hoping to go back to the movies and buy a $40 pretzel and then maybe have sex in the bathroom. Just kidding, I wouldn't do that. Do you, uh, this comes from um, Hayanandra Haran. Uh, do you have a current habit that you wish you could have started earlier? Smoking. I only started smoking when I was like 14. I should have got in on the ground floor. And, uh, you know, so ideally in a perfect world, I would have started smoking cigarettes pack a day by age 10. Definitely. No question about that. Um, what is your ideal setting to perform? What's the atmosphere like? How is everyone acting? Who would you love to perform with? This comes from Alyssa underscore JPEG. Um, that's a great question. I would say it's in a, a cabaret-like setting, um, a mid-sized theater with about 300 people. Uh, they're all muzzled and well-fed, um, you know, tranked in the neck and um, eyes taped open. And I'm just wiggling. And there's a, you know, all my family's there and extended family, cousins, second cousins, um, people we've met along the way, you know, big stage, small audience, no seats. And uh, I think that would be the vibe. That'd be really special. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Um, this has been a real pleasure to do a bit of a laborious task, but, you know, um, you know, when it comes to laborious, nobody has that category beat like Trixie Mattel. So hopefully we'll be able to record soon. Um, she is, of course, uh, the queen of gay pride and just the queen of being gay um, and the queen of being a queen. So pour one out for Miss Trixie. Um, you know, empty your gas tank, have a sandwich, um, order a burrito, and uh, we'll see you next time on The Bald and the Beautiful. Have a lovely day. And please, don't drink and drive. <laughs> You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love 
to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.